Hello there. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> What's going on, man? Ah, it's going pretty well for me. How about you? I'm doing, I'm doing re, mate. I'm doing re. It's been a good week. Um, played a few demos, funnily enough. <laughs> yeah, same here. All right, cool. Um, I mean, should we just go straight into it? I think because we're we we get unfortunately we live together, so like a lot of our small we can't we'd have to like fake small talk, and I don't I don't really <laughs> want to do that. <laughs> So, Ty, how's the house? Oh, it's the same uh, one I fucking live in. <laughs> I, I was wondering, actually, uh, speaking of demos, in that um, a, a thing came up whether, like, because when I was younger, demos was kind of a method uh, to discover new games because my internet wasn't that great. Mm -hmm. um, so I would get, like, demo disc via magazines. But I kind of wonder now for people... Uh, of like the next generations who are now the same age as I was then, where they get their new games from? Because I imagine it's not the same. I mean, my my immediate first thought is Itchio. There's like a bunch of free stuff on there, and I have I did play a bunch of demos of them back in the day. I say back in the day. It's like seven years ago while I was in uni. <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess if, if people people listening are looking for recommendations though and they don't know and they're stuck in it i mean internet i mean internet is pretty ubiquitous now it's pretty it's hard to get crap internet i think yeah it, it's it's like back in the day when i was like uh younger like 10 or something mm. uh one way i was discovering new games is literally if we were like uh walking past the magazine racks yeah and i would notice a magazine with a demo disc and that's huge deal wasn't it it's basically like yeah. getting a, it's basically like getting a new game because a lot of the demo you a lot of the demos used to be really good um i remember there was one i played uh bloodlines on the ps1 and it was like a rumble uh not not like smash bros it was like a 3d kind of run around an arena beat people beat each other yeah beat each other up kind of game and that I remember playing that for days and days just because of the two characters you're given were, were good enough. <laughs> and that was fun. Yeah, it's... Yeah. So I, I was just wondering that what um, like that equivalent is for the newer generation. I think... Do they still do demo discs on stuff? Uh, not that I know of. Uh, uh... A magazine I used to follow in the Netherlands um, stopped issuing their magazines with demo discs. Yeah, I guess people don't have disk drive. I had to specifically buy a disk drive for my PC just because I like it as for options for DVDs when uh, the internet is down. Speaking of mm. crap internet, when our internet dies, I do like having the option of playing a game and then sticking a DVD in. Um, yeah. Yeah, I just, I guess it, I mean, consoles as well. Consoles are going digital mostly. Uh, well, at least giving a cheaper version. Like the Xbox and the PlayStation offer cheaper versions without a disc tray, but quite a considerable markdown as well. Mm. You know, I think the PS5 is like a hundred quid cheaper if you get it without a disc, and then the Xbox Series X is like four hundred pound or three hundred fifty quid, and then two hundred and fifty quid for the discless one. Yikes! Yeah, so it's I think, I I think we're probably going to be trending towards no more physical media, which. Again, would be a shame for things like demos, but console, I don't really know. Yeah, un unless they uh, unless they find other methods. Like one thing I thought about is, and I'd I'd have to buy a recent magazine because like they might already do this, but um, 
put in QR codes in the magazine for demos, or just codes, just just inside, you know, inside the wrapper, so that you, I mean, people could just pick them and take them out. Yeah, they'd have to be obviously obscured because you could just walk in. I mean, hmm. it depends if it depends if the demo is what's pulling people, if it's the incentive to buy. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, the the issue, the issue, I guess, is is offline, and it is hard. To, I mean, unless they do like USB drives, because they're so so small now, or so cheap now, and you could probably get like a two gig USB drive for like yeah, that's one thing, like a there, couple there, of quid. There used to be an old format for uh, cheaply sharing music called, I think it was called like a flexi disc. Right. It it was essentially a very thin uh, vinyl disc, uh, mm. kind of fragile. But because it was so thin, it could bend. So you could like insert it into a magazine, and like it did it, Wouldn't it would bend it. with it. So kind of low quality, but mm. uh, it was cheap and thin and flexible. So like um, this is way back when in the eighties, I think they were mainly used. Um, but you, they would be like given away for free in like magazines and cereal boxes. And mm. like uh, bands would put in like demo songs, essentially like one song on it. Oh, dude, I remember demos in CD in uh, Serial. I remember getting the Hercules demo in a box of cornflakes or something like that. That was amazing. Um, anyway, yeah. So, uh... guys, go to Itchio, get some place up, try out some free demos and experiences. Support indies. So, speaking of demos, okay. Uh, there's one that we've both played. Indeed, we're going to kick off with the Citadel. Um, yes. all time, uh, so something I'm going to start doing is there will be timestamps to chapters in our conversations in the description, and I will also be linking the Steam link or just the link to the demo download itself so that you can try it out yourself if you like, yes. if you like what you hear. Um, apologies for last episode. Um, a lot of the demos we played were very old because we only kind of had this idea like six months after we played that demo because we realized we were talking about those demos a lot. So... Right, back on with it. Right. The Citadel, a uh, first-person pseudo-2D or 2.5D shooter. Yes, in the the style of... uh, Human Quake kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, quite uh, effortlessly gory. I did enjoy that aspect of it. (laughs) Um, Yeah, the... I I overall enjoyed it. I didn't actually finish the demo because it was really hard. Um, Mm. But... It's it's a definitely a good challenge, but I th- I enjoy. Oh, sorry, uh, I enjoyed it. Uh, I completed uh, the demo. It um, ends when you beat the first boss. I think there's like eight and maybe a final boss. I can't quite remember. Mm. I think I only got uh, to like the third place where there's like a bunch of machine gunners on rooftops, and I just couldn't get around. I was like, ah, you know what? I get I get the idea of the game. Yeah, <laughs> my 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 kind of pet peeve with it is that there's no hit scan weapons all the bullets are like travel um, yeah it, it's it's actually a um a thing they mention on their steam page right like uh, we don't do hit scan weapons which you know what man i kind of like the option of it <laughs> like the I, I guess yeah yeah i mean it's what it's trying to get to that's fine it's trying to it wants to have that kind of i mean is it a usp to not have hit scan it's pretty unique um, there's at least usually options. Um, 
I love the style of it. It was really cool. Oh, yes. Yeah. Um, it did look really nice, really clean. Very kind of uh, almost Void Bastards. I like uh, that yeah. kind of comic, comic-y kind of style. Yeah, I, I, I liked it. It's got a um, cartoon anime aesthetic. It's sort of like dark... Um, Ghost in the Shell. Cyber. Yeah, kind of Ghost thing. in the Shell, yeah. That's immediately what I thought when I saw the banner on the Steam page. Um, yeah, it's mechanically it's pretty sound i do like the i mean the fact i destroyed a tank with an axe that was pretty cool <laughs> um but there there is one very major technical bugbear i have with the graphics yeah. options there is no option for v-sync ah and for someone like me who has a fairly low end rig well i say i'm like low mid um there i got like a 50 no a 1550 super i incorrectly said it was a 1650 super like it matters um, but I got a 1550 Super, uh, which isn't exactly a, a workhorse, um, or That's powerhouse, should I say. Yeah, it's, it was a bit frustrating having the, you know, having the scan, basically scan lines. Felt like I was playing through a VHS. So, yeah, I, I didn't have that, uh, but... Yeah, because you got a beast, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, overall, I enjoyed the game. I played just over one hour of it, um, and that was enough to, like, beat the first boss. Hmm. Um, I really like the aesthetic, and um, I, I found the um, I found the uh, stat system, like the health, stamina, food system, interesting. I didn't pick up on any of that. <laughs> like I didn't, I didn't take into account any of that. So you've got three, you've got three bars. You've got your health, your stamina, and like your food. I got health. That's the one yeah. I recognized. I didn't. The other two, to me, weren't really explained. But maybe I'm just a smooth brain. Well, that, that's one criticism I have with the game, actually, is that it didn't explain <laughs> that system. I, I figured it out through trial and error. In that um, the three bars, uh, so health, self-expansory, stamina, that gets depleted when you sprint. And then mm. food, uh, I don't think it does anything. Not but yet. They, all slowly, they all slowly decay over time. And they've each got individual restore items. Hmm. And you can't raise any one of the bars above the level of the others. So they have to be in equilibrium. So if, for example, oh. your health, stamina, and food are all at 7, and you use a health pack to bring your health up to like 20, it will drain back to 7. So you have to raise all of them at once um, so that they stay at equilibrium. Yeah, the lack of explanation. Now that you're telling me that, I'm like, oh, that's why my health was just going down. I was like, is this some kind of like mm. built-in timer or something? Yeah, I out. had that, and, and and then I just pressed a bunch of buttons and saw that I had other items <laughs> I could use, and I thought, so that's how I discovered. I just pressed a bunch of buttons. It's like story story of any poor poor tutorial tutorializing system. Yeah, so it it could use a good tutorial. Um, there wasn't one in a demo, really. Oh hell, even just an overlay at the beginning that says, "Hi, this is this, this is this, and this is this." Now go nuts. Yeah, I, I liked the weapons as well. Um, each one had a, a secondary fire. Hmm. Yeah, I like um, the pistol so like one. Your, yeah, the pistol one has got like a grenade launcher. Yeah, on it, and like your uh, your um, machine gun rifle has like a laser. Yeah, I'd only got the I'd only got the pistol with the grenade launcher, and then the first stage of the machine gun. I never actually got the secondary fire for that. I didn't get very far. <laughs> I think I got to like the third or fourth room. As with all of these like old school shooters, there's secrets. Uh, I managed to discover one with like a jumping sort of jumping puzzle. 
okay, which cool. gave me like um, a high-powered sniper rifle. Wow! <laughs> I could, like one-shot uh, some of the armored enemies. Nice. Okay, that's pretty. That's that's actually really cool. Yeah, and this is um, there's also a kick. Um, and that's that's always fun. Like more games needs like a kick button that way you can just launch enemies away. Ah, now I see. Now that I didn't know either. <laughs> I had no idea there was a kick button, but this probably came from your face rolling. Um, yeah, I mean, Bullet you, you Storm can... had the best one. Nothing's ever going to yeah. beat Bullet Storm. However, uh, yeah. So uh, overall, I liked it. Uh, definitely give the demo a try if you're interested. Mm. Yeah, I mean, even even when I. I sound like I didn't enjoy it all that much, but I, I enjoyed it. It was just really hard, um, and I had other stuff to get through. Yes, um, yeah. but it was it was fun. It took it would have taken a bit of time, I think, to learn some of the shooting, like learning the strafing because of the 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 trajectory of the bullets. You need to like calculate, mm. and you need to lead, and you need to lead need to lead for your strafe, and then you also need to lead for the enemy movement. So it's. Yeah, it's very, very strange. You think I'd pick it up by now after playing BPM, like playing playing uh, Nord Nord on BPM all this time. But one one last thing I'll mention about about the Citadel is I didn't uh, the music. I wasn't particularly struck by it, but it did give the whole game this sort of eerie feeling. Yeah, it felt almost the, horror like. <laughs> yeah, it, the music is like sort of. Uh, like cyber futuristic music but it's very in the background and low key mm. even when there's like loads of action happening so it gives a sort of um mysterious vibe to it mm. okay yeah I, I i can definitely agree with that um yeah again same here overall i did like it check the demo out if you like shooters or even if you don't like shooters but you like um you like cybery kind of anime you know ghost in the shell worlds and you want to try a shooter um but it yeah. can be quite tricky uh even for me who's not that great at shooters and yeah. right might be worth uh, reading a guide yes do we is there any guy right we'll see if we if we can find a guide we'll link it in the description um now you go first this time because i went first last time what have you okay, played well... ty it is spooky time, which means you are uh, obligated to play at least one spooky thing. Yeah. Um, so I played uh, two uh, sort of spooky Halloween-themed games. Uh, the first one, I went really out of my comfort zone. It's called a Rough Cut, and that's cut with a K. Is Night it's... of the Living Dead. Because poor literacy is cool. This is not really a game. It's an interactive movie using public domain old horror movies. In this case, 1968, Night of the Living Dead. Oh, that's where the rough, that's where the cut bit comes in, because it's like editing cut. Yeah. Got it. That's quite cool. Um, they have a lot, of, a lot of these old classic movies on offer, like... Um, uh, haunted uh, House on Haunted Hill mm. and stuff like that. So uh, very old, uh, seems to be six, late 60s era movies. Right. Uh, it's incredibly cheap. Um, <laughs> like uh, the base price, if it's not on sale, is like 80 pence. Wow. Uh, and that's then per movie. Um 
Now, so the way it works is you start it up and then you uh, play the movie essentially. And then when it comes to a choice, it will stop. It will give you like uh, some buttons to press and then you click one and then the movie continues. Okay. Um, now, what I found is that uh, these choices will lead to different scenes, but because it's a movie, um, you all you end up in like the same place. And what these choices ended up really um, doing for me is like choosing whether I wanted to skip a scene or not. So okay. uh, while I was running away from a uh, zombie the main character i got the choice to go to the house or go to the car going to the house simply skips the scene with the car because at the end of the car scene you end up at the house okay i did end up um in the demo it's not the full movie i think it's kind of like just the first act Mm. um i got two bad ends (laughs) um but Again, because this is a pre-established movie, there weren't any death scenes for the main character. Hmm. Um, and though I only could ever make two choices at a time. There weren't, weren't ever three choices to make. Okay. Overall, I found it rather lacking in functionality. Um, as in... There are saves, but you can't manually save. You can only save when you get a fail, and then you save on that scene. Okay. You can't select a scene, so you can't say, oh, I, I don't want to start at the very beginning. I want to start like in the middle. You can't do that. You can't select scenes. So it's already worse than DVDs. You can't pause <laughs> mid-scene. It only pauses when it comes to a choice, so you can't manually pause. Okay. I also didn't see any options for subtitles. That's that's a big issue for me. I, yeah. Accessibility stuff. Missing accessibility stuff in 2021 is a sin. I'm sorry. So, and so these movies are so old now that they're in the public domain. Yeah. So even though it's like really cheap, I, I kind of think that it's probably more fun to just watch the movie. <laughs> like, uh, uh, would you rather watch the film or would you like to get up and press play every five seconds? Because, like, if if I've got the movie, I can choose to skip scenes on my own. <laughs> and it's probably cheaper, because it's probably free, because they're in public domain. You can just go download them. Yeah, so uh, it, it was kind of fun seeing, like, an old cheesy movie. Like, the, the zombies in this, it literally just looks like people that are just a bit stiff. <laughs> so it's kind of funny watching, like, the main character run away screaming from this guy who just looks like he's... Uh, Tired. He's a little... Yeah, <laughs> he's uh, he's tired after a cardio workout. No, so what's so, so you'd say overall, then it's not really much of a game. Then it's more kind of an experimental kind of yeah, experience. But, but even so, um, like even though it's like incredibly cheap, um, it's lacking. Yeah, like almost still not still not even really worth the eight, the, the low price. Yeah, since you can get the movies for free. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a lot more functionality in the movies if you just get them for free. Yeah, you're like paying to have less options. In a way, yeah. <laughs> okay. So. so that's your assume. I'm assuming. I'm hoping that's your bad one. I'm assuming it that, goes that up is, from here. Yeah. Okay. 
Oh yeah, because uh, the next one I played, I really liked. It's called uh, Coven. Okay. Um, it's an old school FPS, three <laughs> uh, okay. D, similar to Hexen or Unreal, or in more recent times, Dusk. Okay. It's uh, so it starts off. You are a woman that's been burnt at the stake uh, by uh, as a witch by an evil priest. But then something brings you back to life and you seek revenge. Mm. And like uh, you eat bit, uh, corpses and like bits of flesh to gain health. And like when you eat it, they like explode in like low poly gore. Like it's all like very old school. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. And it's it's very fast paced, like dusk. Uh, you've got a bullet time that can be activated whenever you want. It just drains mana, and you get mana from like mana potions. Uh, mm. So you can activate it and deactivate it like very quickly. Okay. Uh, you the weapons are like you've got a hand axe and shield, and then you've got uh, axe pistols, shotguns, uh, double barreled shotgun, like automatic crossbows and bombs. Uh, those are the weapons I got in the demo. And you're fighting against medieval peasants with axes, knights, and crossbowmen. Oh, I'm looking at the looking at the screenshots now. It looks very yeah, it looks very like quake. Yeah, kind of polygon. It, it's it's very Low gory. Uh, it's very gory. Like things just explode in, into body bits and and giblets. Wow. Uh, the music is very cool. Um, there was only one track through the whole. There was only uh, the demo only has one level, mm-hmm. and there's only one music track to play for it. But it's got a battle version, so it's kind of two. Okay. But the music didn't get tiresome. I liked it. A ver- uh, I liked it a lot. Um, so it's got the uh, when you're out of combat, it's got kind of like church organs and creepy like uh, Halloween music. And then when like a battle starts, like when you got loads of enemies coming at you, it turns like into a a uh, rock tune, but still in the same song with like church organs. But it kind of turns into Nightwish whenever you have a fight. <laughs> kind of, That's yeah. Awesome. It, it, it was a lot of fun. Um, I hope there's mo- a lot more music. Uh, in the full game, it's not out right now. Uh, when does it come out? Twenty twenty two, by the looks of things. Yeah. Uh. It says that um, more episodes will release during early access, each set in a unique time period, which I'm kind of I'm quite interested in what they'll do with that. Mm. Um, so one thing I couldn't figure out is so the pistols, they're axe pistols. So like, um, but I I couldn't figure out if you could actually melee with them. But you can't like pistol whip. Yeah. Ass. Even though they're like axe pistols, but maybe maybe that will come. It's a bit weird. Uh, one negative I'll say is that the animations can seem a bit stiff and janky. Like when a um, when a peasant with an axe swings at you, after the swing he like stops for a bit before he continues his walking animation. Oh, okay. It's almost like a visible. You can almost see them swapping scripts. And yeah, animation it's, it's, to just like. Yeah, there's like a visible delay because um, they kind of freeze. But it's not too bad. Um, so, yeah, I-, I liked it a lot. I had a lot of fun. I did. It does look pretty cool. I have just downloaded it, so I will be giving that a yeah. go uh, after this. Two, 
to set the scene, it starts off with you digging yourself out of your own grave and then eating charred corpses nearby to gain more health. That sounds fucking metal as fuck. I love that. As like church organs are playing in the background. Man, okay. And I'm in. And it sort of ended with like going into a like demonic blood temple <laughs> uh, and then using a double barreled shotgun to fight against knights. It's <laughs> yeah, it's cool. That sounds fucking awesome. Yeah, I've just looked at the Steam page for it now, and I'm I'm in. I'm sold. I've I will try the demo after this. Yeah, so I've added it to my wish list. I'm looking forward to it. And uh, yeah, demo was a lot of fun. Nice. All right, my turn. Yes. Oh God, I will start off with the bad one. Okay. Um, Dark Knot demo is available on Steam. Um. It's a very ambitious indie game. And by that I mean it's it's 3D, which is usually pretty ambitious for a lot of very small teams. Uh, yeah. Because there's an entire axis to consider, or an entire new dimension to consider. Um it was very strange a very strange intro where you're kind of being dragged and you're thrown into a, a pit of pit of monsters. Um okay. It, it's it's kind of like a weird puzzle action game hmm. and okay. started off going into like a you have to like crawl through a little vent to go into a puzzle room like a almost like an escape room kind of thing yeah um wasn't very intuitive it did feel mm. i was, it was kind of just like poking at stuff and hoping something hoping i could solve it um but weirdly after like five minutes or so the door would explode and you'd hear like a monster noise and you you were dead and then you have to start again so that got really frustrating because I spent about half an hour trying to complete uh. that room and I kept forgetting what steps I'd done and because it was like wasn't giving me enough time. Um, but the I, I, Sorry, uh, I see that one of the, uh, the tags for the game on Steam is difficult. Um, I wouldn't say that. I don't know. I don't know if they were trying to get the the Dark Souls crowd, um, mm. which I am one of. Um, this is not difficult. <laughs> like this okay. is it. It sometimes it sometimes airs on the realm of bullshit. Bullshit mm. is not difficult. Yeah, um, I get you. Dark Souls is difficult. It's fair. You can you know if you look into the design of that game and you look at like some of the videos, uh, really picking it apart because it's like it's like ten years old now. The first Dark Souls. Um, God, that made me feel old. Um, mm. I think it came out in like yeah. two thousand eleven. So it's and people have picked that game apart, and I think I still think it's a fantastic. Anyway, I'm getting off top. Um, yeah, it's fair, and there are moments in Dark Knot which just don't feel fair. Like you'll have like a ghost show up, and it, it's right. invulnerable, and you're dead. And then it on the death screen it goes, ghosts cannot be killed, but they can be banished or something. And I was like, okay, well, how do I banish the ghost? So I was like, swing my hacksaw at it, shoot it lead it to a weird blood circle and it killed me again. And I was like, all right, so I'll 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 go right instead. <laughs> so so basically once you get out of the room, the first in it the initial puzzle room, you're given like a left or a right. If you go left, you encounter a ghost which just kills you. Huh. Um and then if you go right is the rest of the game. Um <laughs> it's kind okay. of really, yeah, I got stuck trying to go to the ghost for a while. Um again it's it's my issue with direction. I don't I think there is a uh, fine balance to be had between hand-holding and letting people do what they want, you know, having no hand-holding. 
you need a hint. You need a clue of where to do and where to go and what to do. Right. Um, uh, yeah. But the it's it's kind of like um, controls and movement are similar to, or it look it can look a lot like Evil Within. It's like third person over the shoulder running around. Um, there's a couple of things I did actually kind of like about it. The yeah, the, pro the progress is given to you through a journal, which, by the way, has a fuck ton of survival meters. Oh, yeah. And yeah I've seen a picture. <laughs> yeah, only two of them were really relevant. Uh -huh. um, I didn't really get any disease or fever. He complained about being cold, and I was like, okay. And then I continued to run around naked and didn't seem to, afraid, uh, didn't seem to bother him whatsoever, so... Maybe that stuff just hasn't been implemented yet. Um, yeah, or it comes later. Like, um, did possibly. you? Uh, how much of the demo did you? Uh, like, how much of the game did the demo give you? I have no idea um, because I I picked it. I actually I think I actually kind of soft locked it because oh. I had to find a combination for a um, screen or like a like a computer, and yeah. I picked up a note by the side of the table, but because it was kind of like lag, it did, it did like a lag spike, or not a lag spike, but like a frame drop while trying to pick up the note. So I pressed E again, which opened it, then closed it. Okay. And it said it was added to my journal, and I couldn't find it anywhere. Hmm. So I was like, okay, well, maybe this note wasn't important. And then I spent about an hour running around until I just gave up. <laughs> I was like, you know okay. what? Fuck this. Like, it's not <laughs> going to let me re-look at notes. Um, yeah, that's weird. But, uh, so, so, what, so what I... So the good things about it um, is that it's part of its progress is actually copying the Outer Wilds, which is if you're going to copy anything like that and copy that, um, it seems okay. to be like a sleep and wake cycle each time you yeah. die and you save to wake up or something like that. Or you wake up to save and things like that. Um, and the clue system, so you've got the journal page, the yeah. journal pages, and it's got like screenshots of areas with little question marks that fill in as you find out about it that's interesting uh no way to hover over any of these question marks by the way hmm. it's uh no way to find out where i can find this clue or even when you solve the clue what the clue even what the clue even means because i went through the i went through a i found a key and got through a door and then the the clue hint was a picture of a key I'm like all right but i've worked that out like what does that key mean is it useful elsewhere is it i i, <laughs> I don't know <laughs> Hmm. Um, but yeah, so using that system is nice. I do like that non-verbal or that uh, more visual, uh, visual representation of your progress. I like ticking boxes. I like filling things in. Yeah, that's uh, cool. So filling in a chart like that is good. I just wish it had a bit more context to it. And one amazing bit that actually made me laugh out loud um, was I came to a combination lock, like a padlock on a on a, a locker. And I kind of ran around. I was like, okay, well, how the hell do I find this combination? And I kind of looked at it. And I was like, there's no, there's not even any numbers. It just says turn left and turn right. I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. So I was kind of like, well, I was just mashing it. And then it popped up with the option of rage. So I rage. clicked. Yeah, I clicked. I pressed R or something to rage. And he broke the lock off and ripped the door open. And I was like, <laughs> you know what? That was actually pretty good. <laughs> I quite liked that. I tried out uh, a few other things, and you can't. I think it was. It, it kind of made me feel a bit sad then because I was like, "Oh, that was just a solution." <laughs> like, I wish there was an option to bypass a solution by maybe drop your sanity to just rage mm. and solve it. 
uh, you know, you, you pay something out of one of those six survival, I think it's six survival meters. Um, yeah, it, it, it does say that, like, several styles to play, warrior, explorer, survivor, fugitive. No, nah, it's man with gun and hacksaw. Oh. That's, like, there was, I, I mean, if there was a lot more to that demo, fine, but they didn't make it fun to get there, which Fair is, uh, which is an indictment on game, no, I'm not going to go that far. But, uh, yeah, it was, it's, again, it's like what I said about, uh, what did I, what the hell did I talk about last week? Oh my god, my brain's gone dead now, about the one that had potential. Oh, bugger. Oh well, I'll look it up later. Um but yeah, it had it had it has potential and I but I think they've I think they've done the Peter Molyneux design approach of just really over egging the pudding. They're trying to add too many things, and I don't know how big this studio is. Um I will take a quick look now. Um because if they're a small studio, uh guys, if you are listening, which you probably aren't, um dial back your Dial back your expectations, man. Because uh, re- reduce that scope. Yeah, it is just Dark Knot. This is the first game they've made by the looks of things. Yeah. Uh, uh, reel in that scope, guys. Um, because you are all over the place. Hmm. That's it's, a shame. It looks interesting. It is. It, uh, I thought it'd be great for like a spooky Halloween game because I really enjoyed the suffering. Um, I really enjoy. I mean, I enjoyed watching. Um. The evil within. And, yeah, it's got like, all these things of, like, exploring a city. I, I wasn't in a city. I was in, like, a boat, I can only assume. Um, although, fun fact, in the trailer, there's actually a solution for one of the puzzles, for the chess puzzle. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's cool. Yeah, which... it, it's a shame. It, maybe, maybe the game will get better. It's, um... I mean, yeah, it is only a demo, but... Yeah. They they have got to take a they've got to take a, a guillotine to that design dock man, like at least for now, and just yeah. build on something and then add to it instead of just trying to add everything in at once. It's just too much, man. You can't mm. you can't make this. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. So, did you play something else? I did, man. I played a good one. I played a good one. It's called Inscription. Ah yes, yes. I know you've. I've heard of it. Yes. Yeah, I know you've seen a little bit of this. Um, Oh my god, man! I'm actually gonna again. I'm gonna go play it after this because I do love it. My, I'll get I'll get my criticisms out of the way first. Um, Mm -hmm. It's not long enough. The demo. (laughs) Yep, it needs to be more. I want to play more. Um, Release it now, please. Um, Wait, is it out? It, it is out. Oh, it is out. Oh, that's right. Because this, this was a... Okay, so this is part of the thing of the games that are out and games that are not out. So I wanted to do a demo of a game that is out and a game ga- a demo of a game that isn't out. That's where I got it, that's where I got it mixed up. Yes. Yeah, have, yeah, yeah. It, it is out, yeah. Yes, I have wish list. <laughs> that's right. Exactly. Yes, it's on my wish list. Of course. Um, yeah, I wish listed it ready for... Um, ready for... Uh, Christmas, because I will be getting this later on, because I currently have way too many games at the moment. Mm. But, yeah, it's from the same guys as Pony Island, right? Yep, Daniel Mullins. Dude. Uh, he's made Pony Islands and Hex. I haven't seen Hex, but I do remember seeing a lot of Pony Island. Um, I mean, it's, I'm going to gush about this game for a very long time. 
yeah. it's like a VHS style kind of thing, same like the old old media uh, trope that they like to go with. Mm-hmm. And I kind of like the I kind of like the fact there was no new game option. It just starts yeah. off with continue. I was like, wait, what? Um, mm-hmm. And you kind of jump into a person's already already mid game, but he still kind of teaches you how to do how to play the game, which I found kind of weird. Yeah, it's it's it's, uh, it's hard to do a tutorial on a already a game already in progress, but it's a cool idea. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Daniel Mullins's games are known for being very meta and having mm. a lot of um, things going on behind the scenes. ARGs. Yeah, it's very uh, yeah, very very double meta. meanings. Yeah, I liked um, I liked the dark the the pulsy voice like the voice proxy was very mm. creepy and weird and it's just a pair of eyes looking at you across the table um very uh very hand of fate which one of my favorite games of all time is hand of fate i love that i love deck builders i love adventure games like that and the fact that the fact that the card game is very simple appeases yeah. my very small brain um <laughs> because magic the gathering is about as far as i get with complexity and even with the rule changes i now can't keep up so I don't really play now. I've just spent about 150 quid on the D&D set because that's the set I want. I have no intention yeah. of ever playing <laughs> Magic the Gathering enough. again. But I just wanted but, to collect the D&D stuff. Yeah, it's it's a it's a cool system, the card game. Oh yeah. It's it's like Yu-Gi-Oh as well. There's no there's no amount of things you can do per turn. You can do as many things as you can. Yeah, as long as you've got the resources for it. Yeah, as long as you've got the sacrifices and the bones. Um but I did like I like the damage system as well. The fact you got like tip the scale all the way in there in you know towards them, and it does get very tense. And like when they attack, and it goes like tick 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 over your side. You're like oh shit, oh shit. And you like <laughs> you draw. You either draw from like your sacrifice pile or your big monster pile. You could draw one card from one of those two decks per turn. Yeah, and you got to sacrifice. Uh, most of your big monsters require sacrifices, so. You need to have space for sacrifices, but then also you need those sacrifices to exist on the board, but then you also need to draw big cards at some point, because you can't just keep drawing sacrifices. You know, it's it, it ah, a lot of great tension in there. Yeah, so a, a brief overview of the game. Um, it's, it's a uh, card game uh, based around building your deck, so it's also a deck builder. Um your it's um the cards are all like forest creatures or like um monsters oh, animals yeah animals and monsters yeah and uh the way it works is some cards like have zero cost so you can just play them uh, on your board you have four places for cards and um what was it called? oh yes sorry the um other cards however have a cost uh, so they will either cost blood or they'll cost bones. And so to pay, for example, a blood cost of two, you have to sacrifice two creatures uh, mm. that you have on the board. So you like, place like two squirrels, which cost zero. You need to sacrifice them both to place down a wolf. Or if you're really uh, fucked, you got to sacrifice your wolf <laughs> to pay for something yeah. even bigger. Yeah. Uh, and uh, when a creature dies, you get bones. and uh, those bones, uh, then, use... some monsters need bones to be summoned. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's, the item system as well got me. That that actually made me kind of kind of wince uh, when I used the pliers without realizing what they were for. Um, oh yeah. So the weights that are used, and I didn't pick up on this initially, and if I should yeah. have picked up on it, but the weights being added to the scales on either side are teeth. Yeah. And I didn't pick up on that, and initially, and I used the pliers, and the pliers like zoom towards the camera, and you rip out one of your own teeth to add one damage to the to your opponent. I was just like, "Fuck!" <laughs> I did not yeah. expect that. <laughs> like, oh, that yeah, caught me on the left. Yeah, field. the game is quite uh, quite gruesome. Like, yeah. um, Very, like even though they're cards, like when you sacrifice like, some of them, one of your cards, like they the cards tremble. Yeah. Um, also, uh, the the scissors as well. I find to be a very funny childish item. Where you can just oh, yeah. use scissors just to cut cut up one of your opponent's cards. It's like, all right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's big. No, snip, snip. It's gone. Um, and in between, um, oh, so so the campaign mode, I guess, which is what it would be, the story mode, is kind of like Hand of Fate, where you pick a tile to move to, and then something happens on that tile. Uh, there's like adding cards to your deck. There's coming across an abandoned satchel, which is where the items come from. Uh, you get to find uh, ritual sites where you can sacrifice one card to give another card a trait. So with mm. traits, you have like Poisonous, which will kill an enemy regardless of how much damage it does. Uh, flying, um, blocking, flying, and uh, what was the other one? What was the other? Fly it's flying and something else it blocks. Um, attack yeah. Attacking either tile instead of the tile in front of it. Yeah, and you there's a lot of abilities. Yeah, yeah, and you give that trait then to the one you're saving. Um, and then you also have the camps where you can up upgrade your cards while tribal people look hungrily at the creature you're putting on the fire to upgrade? Question mark. Yeah. Um, I don't that that never actually came back to bite me in the ass, but I I was waiting for it. I was waiting for like one time, uh, mm -hmm. for the actual tribal people to eat my card or something like that. Um, so I don't know if that happens. It didn't happen to me in the three times I used it in a row on the same card. Because mm. um, I'm a QA, that's what I do. <laughs> I was like, I wonder. Um, I did like the... I mean, it's, we're getting into, we're going to be getting into spoiler territory now, so... If, I mean, we kind of already touched upon it. But... Well, we've touched upon it, but there's a, there is, as usual with these games, a lot more to them. Um... So, I mean, if you don't want to hear spoilers, uh, this is going to be the last game, so thank you for listening. <laughs> uh, but if you're either not bothered about spoilers, or you're not going to play it, or, you want, or you've want, already played it, and you want to hear us talk about it, um, it seems like a game of, uh, basically a game of your life, you're playing for your life. Um, mm -hmm. So when you die, uh, I actually kind of move back in my chair a little bit, because these hands kind of come out of the darkness and grab you by the throat, and everything goes black, and you're... You're dragged into a side room and you get given a death card. You've got to build a death card. Yeah. Um, which is your name on it. And then when it goes back to the new player, your death card is added to their game, their hands. So you get to play yourself, mm -hmm. which is a very, very, very strange system. Um, but also the some of the cards are like possessed, or I, I assume they were death cards, other people yeah. who were played. So, like, the stoat actually kind of made me laugh, where, like, the first time I sacrificed it, you just saw, like, wait for, like, a split second as the card was dissolving, and I kind of did, like, a double yeah. take. I was like, wait, hang on. What? Did he just say... He just said something. 
And then when you draw him in your next hand, he goes like, hey, I, you know, you sacrificed me while I was asleep last time. That was a good play. However, I've got a plan. <laughs> <laughs> like, I like he just commend you on um, on that. And you kind of, uh, he, he will, or they will chip in during the, during the match. Like, um, if you place him down somewhere, place the, place the stoat down, he'll go like, ooh, bad play. And you're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> and you can't go back either. That's, it's, it's frustrating. You have like, ooh, that was a bad play. And you're like, oh, well, I can't do anything about it now anyway. Mm. And when you go for like the sacrifice stones, they're like, yo, which do you want to give the trait to? And you see like, pick me in like all caps in the card. Um, and so the a bigger story again then is like you can get up from the table in between matches and there's like a, again like a little puzzle room uh like a uh like an again like an escape room yeah um where you can unlock other cards um some items that will interact with other items around the room and you find like another creature uh you find like another card the stink bug and they seem to know mm-hmm. each other <laughs> it's like yeah. when he's drawn into your hand the stoat is like oh not this guy the stink bug's like, yeah. "Hey, I'm back in the game, baby." Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I'm, I probably will be picking this up around Christmas time because it does. It's so much fun. There's uh, so yeah. much to it. It's, um, it, it does look like a lot of fun. I've kind of spoiled myself because I've been watching somebody play it. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's very popular, actually, isn't it? I yeah. believe so. It's. I mean, I. I feel terrible because I didn't realize. I just picked demo and then went, <laughs> and then added it to my wish list, not realizing that it is actually out. So yeah, when did it come out? Uh, very recently. Oh, oh, nineteenth of October. Okay, so yes. ten days ago. That's fine. I'm off the hook. <laughs> last <laughs> last Tuesday it came out. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's it's uh, very popular. Oh, yeah, it's amazing. I do like how the the DM. I guess in air quotes, like puts on the, the oh, yeah, character. Oh, puts on different masks and stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was fucking neat. I did like that. Um, yeah, I do like the. It's it's so much. There's so much more to it as well. There's so much to it in the way yeah. of the. There's the intrigue, obviously, as to what's going on, but also the room itself. What is this thing? Why am I sacrificing yeah. myself <laughs> to it? Why am I here? Why did I agree to this? Yeah, there's a lot of um, stuff that goes unexplained for now. Oh god, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of lot of unanswered questions. Uh, many stuff also answers to questions I never asked, <laughs> which is also <laughs> interesting. Like, is this purgatory? And he says no. I was like, all right, cool. Well, <laughs> that answers that. Um, have you yeah. got a bonus one, Ty? I did see you had a bonus one. For, if we had time, we got like 15 minutes left. Uh, so, uh, this is a demo which um, I've only played a little bit. I, I sort of think I need to give it a bit more time. Uh, it's called AV Rings of Saturn. Although, technically not AV. It's like a, a, a triangle V. <laughs> like, uh, one second, I'll, I'll show you that. Oh, Delta. Isn't it? Yeah, Delta. Delta V, Rings of Saturn. There you go. Um, oh, we did we did maths in college. Oh, we did maths in uni. Come on. <laughs> but um, it's a two D top down uh, space mining game. Ooh. Uh, very um, hard sci fi seems like. Okay. Um, 
your like the mining ship you're piloting looks like somebody took a container and added some thrusters to it. <laughs> okay. It's um gives me a little bit of uh, that um what do you call it? Early future feel to it. Like it's not that advanced. Near future, I think it's called, isn't it? That style. Yeah, near future. Uh so um from what I've played of it. Uh, you essentially explore the ice rings of a uh, like planet. I think it's uh, Saturn, and you um, explore the ice rings and you blow up bits of rock and then you collect ores, and then you take that ore back to a uh, space station uh, beyond the ring and you um, get that for money and then you can hire crew members and you can like upgrade your ship or buy a much better, bigger ship. Mm. I think you can eventually get like refineries on your ship so you can turn your ores into metals. We're talking like Eve, but like fun. Um, it's, <laughs> it seems kind of chill. Like there was mention, or like it says, like um, contacts. It tells you, like, okay, red contacts on your radar are moving away from you, blue ones are moving towards you. Okay. Um, you can see if something is trying is, um, Announcing like an IFF. Okay. Uh, so that that will tell you that it's a ship that's like trans. Uh, it's that is like broadcasting its identity. But if it's, it's not broadcasting its identity, it could be a pirate ship. That's what the tooltip said. Yeah. Uh, I haven't encountered a pirate ship yet. Uh, the only weapon I have so far is like a mass driver cannon that I use to destroy space rocks. Okay. Um. You also interact with other miners. Like I had one where I was collecting some ores, and I think I collected a piece of ore right in front of another miner, and they like opened a channel to me and said, "Like, hey, what are you doing here?" <laughs> and I could pick either uh, I'm just mining, or mind your own business. I get it. Mind or, your own business. Uh, or um, I had picked up a crew member, a pilot. Right. And that crew member could talk to the other miner because apparently they knew each other. Huh. And that prevented, like, I imagine that if I told them to, like, sod off, they might have, like, uh, you know, I could have gotten into trouble. But because um, they knew each other, they chatted for a bit. And then uh, the other miner gave me the location of a space station uh, somewhere in the ring. Hmm. So... Like I said, I've not played that much of it. It feels like there's a lot more to know. Like, I haven't encountered any pirates. I haven't really upgraded my ship that much. Yeah, I, I've queued up a download, so I'll also let you know what I think. <laughs> it does look awesome. Yeah, it's uh, developed by one person. Damn. And it's got, uh, yeah, it's got a cool, uh, like, sort of cool, chill aesthetic to it. I, I sort of, because... Um, the aesthetic kind of reminds me of like Alien in a way, or like uh, yeah, that eighties future. Yeah, I, I keep. I, I was kind of expecting to 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 find like a horrible secret Xenomorph. somewhere in the rings, <laughs> like an abandoned. Like I'm expecting like an abandoned space station or something like that. Yeah, it's like uh, um, I, like Barotrauma. Yeah, I don't know if that's what if that's the case. Um, I haven't seen anything like it. But uh, it's got that feeling that I'm like sort of expecting it. And sent the overwhelming sense of dread. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've, uh, I've, t- I've taken a look at that. It's like, yeah, it looks very kind of um, Barotrauma, uh, Lovers in a Dangerous Space Time kind of side-on 2D. Yeah, it's um, pilot learning to pilot the ship. Um, took some doing, but I think I got the hand of it. Um, there's like uh, because it's like hard sci-fi. There's like um, a lot of a lot of thrusters all over the place that you can like individually activate and stuff. Right, it's like um, was I? Oh, what was the one I was thinking of just then? My brain's gone dead now. I think it may be like Elite Dangerous, something like that. Where like you roll and back, because obviously, yeah, you're moving in three dimensions freely. Yeah. Well, this is moving but, in two dimensions, I imagine. Yeah, but uh, it does have some, uh, a few limited forms of like autopilot. Not oh. full autopilot, but it's got a few limited forms of it. Like I can target a rock and then press uh, one of the forward buttons and it will automatically. Uh, aim towards it and uh, try to catch it. So I can. Um, sorry. Uh, that's useful for like if a piece of ore is flying away. Mm. I can just select a piece of ore, uh, turn on forwards autopilot, and know that I'll eventually reach it. But okay. you can also not do that and like activate uh, like two of the ten different thrusters that are on your ship individually. So. Mm. Is the one. Um... There was one you told me to look at, which is Fist, forged in Shadow Torch. Yeah. And I haven't had a look at that yet, but I'll I'll get that ready for next week. Okay. It does look it looks it looks great, but I've had so much so many other things on. Um, I would recommend using a controller if you. Yeah, can. I've got one plugged in. Uh, but yeah, that was it, I think. And I yeah, think so. I'll play I'll play some more of Rings of Saturn and see if. Uh... Um, see what I can get to in a demo. All right, mate. Sounds good. Oh, similar to Outer Wilds, apparently. Fist. <laughs> um, Fist. Yeah, they similar to games you've played. The Outer Wild or Outer Wilds. Like, all right. It's sure. Not really. It's Metroidvania. <laughs> it's it's. Or because it's nothing funny. like the Outer Wilds. <laughs> it's like funny, weird-looking people. Therefore, like Outer right. Wilds. We'll see. I'll be the judge of that steam. <laughs> uh, we'll give this a, we'll give us another go next week. I'm still enjoying it. This is still fun. I yeah. love ha- I love having an excuse to play games that I wouldn't normally. Yeah, it's it's fun. Um, and it's uh, it's fun to um think about like demos, not just play them, I suppose. Yeah, and they're usually quite experimental as well, which is nice. Like, oh, well, like I said, like it's like we found with Dark Knight, it's it's something that I like to see. Mm. Um, I like to see them. I like to see indies getting brave. Um, but yeah. unfortunately, I think they've just gone a little bit too confident with it. Um, because ultimately, yeah, it's. But like I said, I think analyzing stuff like this is also good for uh our work too, because obviously we both work in games. So, oh, Phobos subhuman. That was what I played last, or what I talked about last week. The uh, the Last of Us kind of Last of right. Us kind of game on well on Earth, but somehow something about Mars again didn't get very far. I'm not very good at games. <laughs> <laughs> As someone whose job is to play them, I'm not very good at games. Uh, I'll pick something better next time. Anyway, 
Yeah, I'm tangenting. Yes. Alright, so we'll try this again next week. Yeah, let's see how it goes. But... Uh, well, that'd be November time. So yeah, I think I think posting for Sunday is always nice. I kind of go for like Sunday evening. Yeah, our, that our time. good to me. Because I'm thinking like, yeah, we, we can talk about this later. Anyway, bye. Bye-bye.